The following program is a presentation of Grand Slam Ministries. Again, everybody, and welcome to this week's Dan Scott Show, presented by Grand Slam Ministries. See, in radio, sometimes you do the repetition thing. You just heard the announcer say it was brought to you by Grand Slam Ministries. I come in and reinforce that, and hopefully you begin to get the idea. Anyway, that's the plan. Good to have you along with us. I hope you have had a great week and are looking forward to an even better week as we get together. The show airs, at least right now, exclusively on Sundays on our 11 affiliates. And last week, it was nine affiliates. But we are very, very pleased to welcome Westside Mobile Media out of Portland, Oregon, to the Dan Scott Show family. My friend Trevor Beard operates two internet stations out of Westside Mobile Media, a 70s to current top 40 hits format and a 70s to current country format. Both of those stations can be found at westsidesgreatesthits.com and both are carrying the show from 11 a.m. until noon Pacific time out of the Portland area. So, Welcome to our newest affiliates. That brings our total again to 11 now, five over the air, and six internet-only affiliates. And God just continues to bless us in ways that we never could have imagined with this thing. I believe last week I said that it was the 14th episode. Actually, last week was episode 15. So that makes this the 16th week of this brand new venture. And as I was reflecting on social media earlier this week, just looking back at the guests we have had going back all the way to week two, when we had Brandon Puffer, the former big league pitcher who found himself in prison for a couple of years and what God has done in his life since um, Eric Bowman and his wife, losing a child, Emma, at age 7, 11 years ago, and and how they've been faithful and God has blessed them in those 11 years. My mentor, Don Harper, and and talking about growing up in the segregated South and and how he and and the values he learned from his dad have carried him through just an incredible career. John Finch from The Father Effect was on a couple of weeks ago. Jason Romano from Sports Spectrum. Dennis Sarfate. Last week, my dear friend Chris Williams continuing to share about his battle with anxiety and depression, David Stein and Jeff Allen and and so many others. The design of the show, as I mentioned, is God working in people's lives, and we are trying our very best to tell those stories. If you've missed any of the episodes, I would highly encourage you to do one of two things. Go to the Affiliates and Archive page of danscottshow.org, and you can navigate to those archives there, or wherever you get your podcasts, simply search for The Dan Scott Show, and the podcast site will come up, and everything we have done is archived there. And uh, listen, 
I am fortunate. I, I put my name on the show, as I said, jokingly and, and somewhat truthfully, so I don't forget the name of it. But this ain't about me, folks. This is about God and what he's doing in people's lives. And these guests we've had that have continued to be vulnerable and transparent, sharing their stumbles, their falls, and their outright failures, and then sharing how the grace of God through the saving power of Jesus Christ has brought them back is just incredible. And that's what we are trying to do on a weekly basis here on the show. I can tell you next week, if all goes according to plan, you're going to hear from a, a gentleman named Greg Whitfield, who has gone from being an alcoholic to serving alcoholics through a ministry called Giant Slayers Ministries. It's an incredible story, and that is next week on the show. This week, however, you get to hear me talk. I was blessed to speak at a men's conference in Chester, South Carolina earlier this week, and we talked about finding God's purpose for your life. I'll tell you more about that, and you'll hear that talk when we come back. But first, I want you to hear something about Grand Slam Ministries. Is there someone in your life who has been a spiritual mentor? An influence so great that you'd love to find a way to honor them? For a gift of $200 or more to Grand Slam Ministries, you can dedicate a segment of the Dan Scott Show to that very special person. Honor someone who is currently in your life or remember the legacy of a loved one who has passed. Make your gift online at grandslamministries.org and we will send you an information form which will allow you to tell us all about this special person, how and why they were a spiritual influence, their favorite Bible verses, and anything else that you would like to share. In doing so, you'll be covering our cost of one week's production, helping ensure the Dan Scott Show stays on air and continues to share stories of loved ones like yours. In addition, you'll get your own copy of the program in which your loved one's story airs, either by MP3 or CD. Help the legacy of your spiritual mentor reach others with your gift of $200 or more today. Do so online at GrandSlamMinistries.org. That's GrandSlamMinistries.org. Want to see a listing of our affiliates? Check out videos or listen to past shows and explore our archives? It's all available at our website, danscottshow.org. And now, back to the show. Episode 16 of the Dan Scott Show, airing originally on this April the 23rd of 2023. Again, thank you for joining us. I just want to remind you, and I can't reiterate this enough, how much we, A, appreciate you listening and appreciate our affiliates, but we need to hear from you. We need your feedback, good or bad. I'm not one above somebody saying, hey, I don't like what you're doing, and here's the reason why. We take it all, and we consider it all. Dan at danscottshow.org is the email address, dan at danscottshow.org, or you can go to the website, danscottshow.org, and there's a contact form there, and that comes directly to me. And I promise you, I will answer every single one of them personally. So let me know what you think. Let us know 
what you think we can do better? Are there guest suggestions? You know, we're always looking for guests, always looking for stories to tell. So please drop us a line. Let us know what you think about the show. And we look forward to hearing from you. Very, very important that we get your feedback. Originally this week, I had hoped to have Darren Gray, who is the guy that uh, was the the linchpin, for lack of a better word, for all pro dad. But he had a conflict in his schedule, so he could not be with us this week. So we're hoping to be able to reschedule and get him on in uh, a few weeks. So that means you get to hear me. I, I don't do this very often, but from time to time, when I get an opportunity to speak somewhere, I, I will probably drop a few of these in and sprinkle them throughout what we're doing on the show. And you get it kind of out of necessity this week. But earlier this week, I mentioned before the break, I had the chance to speak at a uh, men's conference in Chester, South Carolina. And I talked to the men there about finding God's purpose for your life. Here's what it sounded like. It is good to be here. Um, I want to thank uh, Will and, and Pastor Larry for having me back here. Uh, as Will said, I spoke at this same men's association meeting back in October of 2019. And then Larry had me in October of 21 come and speak here on a Sunday morning. So the restraining order has expired and I'm allowed back here again. Uh, Will gave you uh, the quick rundown of, of what I'm doing now. Um, the other thing that I'm very passionate about is what we're going to talk about here tonight. So we'll kind of set that up as we go along. I, I do have to say, we got a room full of men here, probably 60 or so. Took three women downstairs to keep us all in line, didn't it? How about those ladies? I know we had one brother here who cooked the meal, but uh, they did all the serving and all the cleanup and everything else and kept us in line and kept the line moving, which for a Baptist church is important. And now you talked about building the sound back there and getting people off the back rows by taking the back rows out. I'm kind of shocked to come here and see people sitting in the front row of a Baptist church. That doesn't happen very often. Yeah, they usually try to meet in the middle somewhere. Um, I am blessed to have Randall Runyon with me. Some of you know him. He was the former pastor at Orr's Baptist just down the road and uh, was there for, what, 10 years and retired, what, four or five years ago. And he uh, and I actually helped facilitate the same Sunday school class at Utica Baptist Church in Seneca. Now, we're the, we're the backup band, if you will, to, to the, uh, the main teacher in the class, Don Harper. And as uh, Will mentioned, I was his first choice. Some of you might remember the, the joke from the last time. And I, I told him I was going to have some new material for him uh, tonight. I'm not going to rehash that. The, the problem that you guys have is you're turning the pulpit and the microphone over to somebody who talks for three hours at a time, <laughs> broadcasting games. So I hope you're not expecting to be anywhere anytime soon. It reminds me of a story that Billy Graham used to tell a lot about a guy who got asked to come and speak, Pastor Larry, at a, at a conference. And he was told he'd have 20 minutes. And so he got up to speak and, and 20 minutes came and went and 30 minutes came and went, 45 minutes came and went, got to an hour and he's still talking. And 
People are starting to get agitated because there are other speakers who are waiting to go. Gets to an hour and a half and he's showing no signs of slowing down. And the moderator of the conference was sitting behind him, had all he could stand. And he picked up the gavel and he fired it at the back of the guy's head as hard as he could. But he missed. And he hit a lady in the front row right between the eyes. <laughs> Laid her out. She's lying face up, staring at the ceiling, blood coming all over. They rush to her to see if she's okay. They kind of cradle her head and pick her up. And the first thing out of her mouth is, is I can still hear him. Hit me again. <laughs> All joking aside, hopefully nobody's hitting anybody tonight. Uh, I, I do want to spend some time this evening exploring something that I think all men, all Christian men especially, deal with. And that is... Finding God's purpose for your life. How many of you, of you here tonight have struggled with that, with finding God's purpose for your life? There's only a few hands go up. Some of you guys are in really good shape. I need to talk to you after all this is done. <laughs> hands aside, I think that we all have struggled with that, if we're being honest with ourselves. And maybe some of you are struggling with it here this evening. You know that God has a specific will for you, a specific calling for your life, but you don't know what it is and you don't know how to figure it out. So that's what I want to spend some time talking about this evening, using my own experience and praying that that's going to help somebody here tonight. And we talked about speaking here at this conference in 2019. And one of the curses of being a broadcaster is I re A, I record everything I do, and B, I go back and listen to everything that I do, the theory being that by doing so, I'll get better. Whether I do or not is up for debate, but at least that's the theory, and I try. And one night last year on my way home, Will, from a Greenville Drive baseball game, through my Bluetooth in my car, I put on the talk that I gave here in Chester. And I said two things at the beginning of that talk that I did not remember to the men that night. The first one was that I had just entered the program at Prisma for gastric bypass surgery. For those who, who were here in 2019, do I look any different? How about 180 pounds? I had just entered that program. It was in October of, of 2019. I had the surgery on February the 4th of 2020, right before the pandemic shut everything down. So I snuck in under the wire. So that was the first thing that I said that night. Just entered that program. I was about 460 pounds that night. And I asked for prayer for the program, and God has certainly delivered on his end of the bargain. The other thing that I said that night, and I had forgotten completely about this until I listened to that talk back driving home from Greenville, I stood up in front of you men and I said, God is doing something in my life and I don't know what it is. And I could just feel it. There, there, was, a, there was a churning. There was an uneasiness. There was something in there that I knew something was going on and I did not know what it was and I asked for your prayers. Well, God has delivered on that as well. And that's what I want to talk about tonight. Finding God's purpose or God's calling for your life. And I think we have to start with the basic knowledge that God tells us in his word 
Certain things are His will for all Christians. I found this in an article from Focus on the Family. And it said there are several places where the Bible tells us exactly what God's will for our lives looks like. 1 Thessalonians 4, 3 through 5. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality, that each of you should know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor, not in passion and lust, like the Gentiles who do not know God. 1 Thessalonians 5.18, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God. 1 Peter 2.15, For this is the will of God, that by doing good you may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. And 1 Peter 3.17, It is better, if it is the will of God, to suffer for doing good than doing evil. Do you guys catch a pattern there? The pattern that's evident in those verses, God's specific will is that we all should become a certain type of person. Sexually pure, obedient, thankful, kind, and loving. And then everything else flows from that. So from that standpoint, we can all ascertain certain things that God expects from all of us. But how do we then take the next step? How do we discover His specific will for our lives? And Pastor Larry can vouch for this when you believe you have the message that God wants you to deliver. And then sometime during the week, something will happen by way of the Holy Spirit that will either confirm that, yes, this is the right message or no, you need to go in another direction. Randall has had it happen to him. If you're a pastor or preacher, you've had it happen. You think you've got something going one direction and God will say either yes or no, you need to take a right turn here. Oh, recently, while preparing to give another version of this talk at another church, I got that confirmation. One of the preachers that I like to listen to is Chip Ingram. I don't know that there's anybody who's better about discipleship out there than Chip Ingram is. And it had been a couple of weeks since I had tuned in, but that particular Tuesday, I got in the car and turned on his program, Living on the Edge, and guess what his message was about? Finding God's purpose for your life. And I was going to speak on Sunday. So there are no coincidences with God, folks, right? We know that. Uh, so even I could figure that one out. I was born at night, but not last night. So first thing that Chip Ingram said was this, quote, It takes great courage to find your calling, and it may disrupt your life, unquote. Can I get a witness? And then in his message, he shared the acronym SHAPE, S-H-A-P-E. The S stands for spiritual gifts. He said, what are yours? The H stands for heart. What's your passion? The A stands for abilities. What are you good at? The P stands for personality. How are you wired? And the E stands for experience. What have you done and how has God prepared you? And then he shared three Pieces of advice. One, get wise counsel. Two, be willing to move out of your comfort zone. And three, make a personal commitment to honor and discover God's calling on your life and discover your purpose. So over the next few minutes, you guys are going to hear the story about how I got into Grand Slam Ministries and how kind of by accident I followed every one of those steps. First thing we have to do is make sure that our priorities are right. 
Another preacher I like to listen to is Dr. Tony Evans. And he said this, and, and he says it with a lot more flair and power than I'm going to read it. But this is a quote from Tony Evans. He said, we exist for God. He does not exist for us. We circle that right, off, right out of the gate, right? He said, God loves doing things for his people, but the reason we get up in the morning is to fulfill his purpose for our lives, not merely to ask him to bless our purpose for our lives. God does not want to be our vending machine where we put in a coin and he dispenses what we demand. Until we understand we exist for him, we will never know our purpose for being. Men, the rubber just met the road right there, didn't it? Ladies too, if you're still in here. So if we don't get that right, nothing else is going to make sense. Now, my profession is one that requires a good deal of, of self-promotion. And if you're doing a good job or people think you're doing a good job, it can come with a lot of accolades. And if you're not careful, the ego can begin to grow. And being as transparent as I can be, that happened to me before I was a Christian. And you know, Satan knows our weak spots. It, it's still a little bit of a battle for me today to remind myself that everything I'm doing is for God's glory and not my own. But you know, back then, before I got saved, uh, I was working at the radio station in Clemson. I did a three-hour daily talk show and did Clemson baseball on the radio, among other things. And when I started doing the baseball games, people started telling me how good I was at it. And you know, it didn't take me very long to start believing them. And I went from humble to an ego-driven jerk like that. It was a quick, quick jump. A lot quicker than most people make such a move. And when I give my full testimony, I talk about the personal demons that I was facing at the time. Uh, money was a God, an issue. I made a lot, but it was never enough. Alcohol, I drank way too much. It's not a joking matter, but I used to joke that I got to the point that I was spelling drink with a U instead of an I. I had a pornography addiction that got worse and worse as the years went on. I was unfaithful to my wife many times, both physically and emotionally. And then I share how God began to take things away from me, how he pulled the rug out from under me, cartoon style, sent me flipping head over heels, exposed me to the world. I nearly lost my family. I did lose my job. So believe me when I tell you that God got my attention. I gave my life to Christ on June 10th of 2012. And then it was 100 miles an hour in the other direction. Man, I was going to be super Christian, right? And in the process, I decided to try some things radio-wise and, and otherwise that I thought, underline that word, I've got it in all caps here, thought was God's will for my life. And what it turned out to be was what Dan wanted to do. And Dan was saying, hey, God, I'm going to do this. Bless it. We know how that turns out, right? The words I like to use in my case are unmitigated disaster. So for a long time, I just treaded water, drifting along, knowing that God had something for me, but not knowing what it was. And, and that's the state that I was in here in 2019. When I said to you guys that God's doing something in my life and I just don't know what it is. And if I'm being really honest, I was a little bit afraid to find out. 
I mean, just laying it out there. I'd made so many mistakes. I had gotten into something of a comfort zone. So, Lord, are you sure that you're doing something? Can't we just kind of just keep treading water and moving along here? But then, as I mentioned, I got the feeling that God was doing something in my life as far back as 2019. And a little more than two years ago, the idea for a nonprofit organization and a corresponding radio show began to come into focus. And the overwhelming message that I was getting, above and beyond anything else, is that God was saying, I have blessed you with a talent to communicate. I know this is going to surprise you guys, but in the sixth grade, I was voted the loudest, voted the loudest in my class. So I've kind of gone with my strength for the last 38 years. But God was telling me that I've given you this talent to communicate, and you've been using it for yourself all of these years. And then he said, it's time you start using it more for me and less for you. Colossians 3, 23 and 24 tells us, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. Whatever we do, do it as if we're doing it for the Lord. So I went to my mentors. And as mentioned, I gave my life to Christ in June 10th of 2012. And guys, my life was a mess then. I, you know, I just told you I had lost my job. My relationship with my wife and my kids was in a shambles. We were trying to rebuild all of that. And God put a lot of men uh, at Utica Baptist in my life at the right time. And they're still pouring in to me today. And, and the men's ministry at Utica Baptist has been such a blessing. That's why I love coming to events like this to see iron sharpening iron and men getting together. And I hope allowing yourselves to be vulnerable with your Christian brothers. Because we need that. Amen. But God put three men in my life. Don Harper, Danny Rhodes, and Jim Hayes. Who really stepped in and, and went above and beyond when it came to mentoring me. When it came to helping me put my life back together. So they are three men that I have always gone to since. Seeking advice. Seeking that wise counsel that Chip Ingram was talking about. So around November of 2020, I sent those three guys an email, rather long, rather detailed, about where I thought God was leading me. This overwhelming feeling that I had that he was leading me into a nonprofit, into a radio show. And I sent it to them, and this is important. I want to make sure that you get this. I don't care how old you are, we all need people who are going to tell us the truth as men. And I sent that email to them because I knew that if they thought I was off my rocker, Pastor Larry, they were going to tell me. And I also knew that they, if they thought that I was heading down the right road, they were going to tell me. And I knew they weren't going to tell me anything until they had prayed about it. Well, I got nothing from positive feedback from those three men whose opinion that I value so much. So you would think... At that juncture, a logical person would say, okay, let's go. You'd think. But I kept dragging my feet. 
And part of it was afraid to get out of that comfort zone. Part of it was the past mistakes that I'd made with some other radio stuff that I'd tried and other things that I'd mentioned. And I just kept putting it off and kicking that can down the road. But as I like to say in my testimony, aren't you glad, men, that we have a God who pursues us? And I mean, you know, I I mentioned Tony Evans. I mentioned uh, Chip Ingram. I listen to David Jeremiah every day, and I guess you guys saw we lost Charles Stanley today. Yeah. What, what, a, what a warrior for Christ. Amen. Read his devotion. Listen to all these guys, as many of them as I can. And it got to the point where every single message, every devotion I was reading had something that was a neon arrow pointing right here. And it got to the point, and, and Randall may remember this sermon. I can't remember what it was about, but... At one juncture, it had nothing to do with finding God's purpose for your life, but our pastor at Utica Baptist, Ryan Goodrow, had a bullet point on his sermon outline that literally said, what are you waiting for? (laughs) Medic. Um, So I said, okay, God, if you want this done... Let's go, but you're going to have to knock down obstacles like I almost knocked down this music stand. Some of those obstacles included forming the corporation. I was told that it would take about $500 to do it through a lawyer. I found out that I could do it myself online. It cost me 60 bucks. I got the tax ID number for free online at the IRS site when it came time to file the Online 501c3 form, I was told again that could be as much as $400. I found out that I could do it for $275. So what I was told was going to cost me at or greater than $1,000. We got done for $350. And that money was donated to, to me by people who at the time probably still had more faith in me than I had in myself. And then the biggest obstacle that God knocked down besides me, was our friends at the Internal Revenue Service. I was told, and they were still using COVID at the time, this was January of last year, 2022. I was told that it could be six to eight months before they got to the application. They were still using COVID as an excuse. But I think that we are all smart enough and and understanding enough to know that over the last couple of decades, Christian organizations in the Internal Revenue Service have not been exactly best friends. But taking them at their word, and my tax guy said the same thing. He said it's probably going to be six or eight months. He said you can operate as if you have been approved until they tell you otherwise. So the day came, I think it was January the 20th. The day came for me to fill out the online form for the 501c3 and I put the credit card information in and right before I hit the button to send, I just bowed my head and said, God, get this in the hands of the right person. Hit the button. Now remember, they said six to eight months. They approved that thing in six weeks. Amen. Full approval. The I- you didn't hear me, guys. The IRS. <laughs> Our government. <laughs> the kings of red tape, right? Six weeks. So if I had any questions remaining that this is where God was leading me, those were answered right there. So what have we done here? We've, we've listened to the Lord. We've prayed. We've gone to our mentors. 
We've read our Bible. We've read these devotions. We've got all these signs coming. He knocks down the door at the IRS. It's go time, baby. It's go time. So that's where Grand Slam Ministries was born. SLAM is an acronym for Serve, Love, and Mentor. And I want to talk a little bit about our core missions here this evening. Starting with mentorship. You know, men are being emasculated in our society today. We have to lead young men to Christ and teach them how to be strong Christian men. And then we need to teach those men how to be strong Christian husbands, fathers, and leaders in our community. Do you know that according to the U.S. Census Bureau in 2020, the absence of a father or a positive role model in the home, again, this is from our government, means that a child is four times at greater risk for poverty, seven times more likely to become a pregnant teen, two times more likely to drop out of high school, more likely to have behavioral problems, more likely to abuse drugs and alcohol, more likely to commit a crime, more likely to go to prison. And I'm here to tell you, as Christian men, we are in dangerous, dangerous territory if we neglect our responsibility in these issues. 1 Timothy 5.8, but if any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he has denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. <coughs> there are men in our churches and our communities who need help. I was so pleased to hear about the church that's doing the, the outreach to the drug and alcohol center. I have spoken uh, twice now, including once just a month and a half ago at a drug and alcohol rehab center. And that is, that's a unique experience. There are a lot of men in those places and, and women too, obviously, in, in, in the other facilities that are, that are hurting, that are hurting. And I, I was telling Pastor Randall on the way up here, that a church that I spoke at back in January uh, up in Cowpens, I guess it's up or over, I can't remember where we are. Sometimes I'm geographically challenged. If Siri doesn't tell me where we are, sometimes I don't know. But uh, Ron Culberson is a pastor there, and when he took over that church, I think he told me they were having you know maybe 30 or 40 people. He's been there 10 years, and the Sunday that I spoke, there was well over 300. And many of those have come out of drug and alcohol addiction and come to a church that they felt welcomed, that they weren't shunned, they weren't looked down on. So for your church to be doing that, whichever church that is, God bless you, keep it up. Don't stop. And for these other, you other churches here, if you have a chance to worship and, and join in that, next time this rolls around, take advantage of that opportunity. Take advantage of it. There are men who need that kind of help. There are men who need help with job skills. There's all kinds of mentoring you can do. I've also spoken a couple of times to the middle school students at our church, and I'm here to tell you they are a messed up group. My own daughters, who are now both married and have, have children, given my wife and I, our, our three grandchildren, uh, told me that they went through more crap in middle school than they did in high school. And, and it's even worse now. You know that. They need spiritual guidance that will help them avoid all these things that we're talking about. And then one other thought where mentorship is concerned, we're talking here about men, but the same responsibility lies with the women in your churches and the young ladies there. Mentorship, that's one of the key components of Grand Slam Ministries. 
Another one is children. Do you know that there are children in this community just like there are in ours and all over this state and all over the world, but especially here in this country, who leave school on Friday and eat little and sometimes nothing until they come back to school on Monday? And we've got our problems in this country, but the last time I checked, we're still the most affluent country in the world. And again, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, there are more children living below the poverty line in the state of South Carolina than the national average. And that's in every single racial and ethnic background category. None excluded. Our kids need food and other necessities, educational necessities, basics that will give them the best chance to flourish instead of becoming just another statistic. And then all of this is kind of coming together under the, the flagship of this new radio show cleverly titled The Dan Scott Show. That way I don't forget the name. It started on January the 8th on 94.5 FM, The Answer, up in Greenville, which is a 100,000-watt FM that booms into four states. You can probably get that signal down here. It's on five over-the-air stations, counting them, and six Internet stations. I just added two Internet stations that will start this week. And that's the single entity that's bringing it all together. As I mentioned, God has blessed me with the ability to communicate effectively. And He's given me access to people from all walks of life. Professional athletes, nationally known celebrities. And then everyday people like you and me. Christians who are looking for an outlet that they can trust to tell their stories. We just did the 15th week this past Sunday. And I've had guests on that have included former big league pitcher named Brandon Puffer, who found himself in jail one morning after a night out with the boys, didn't know why he was there. Turned out he got charged with breaking and entering with attempt to commit a sexual assault, spent two and a half years in jail. Obviously, his baseball career was done, but what God has done in his life since and what he's doing now to mentor young men through the game of baseball is incredible. Had Sheriff Chuck Wright on from Spartanburg County. You want to talk about an entertaining interview. He was phenomenal. Comedian Jeff Allen, who's a funny man, who will tell you and has shared many times that he was, by his own admission, an atheistic drug and alcohol addict. And what God has done in his life and for the last 30 years, how he's used comedy to spread the gospel and share his testimony. Have you seen the movie War Room? The lead actor, T.C. Stallings, who played Tony Jordan in that movie, had him on and what God has done in his life. Uh, the, the last episode that just aired Sunday, another former big league ball player named Dennis Sarfate played a few years in the major leagues. He then went to Japan and became a legend in the Japanese professional leagues. And while he was in Japan, wouldn't you know it, he got saved in an atheistic country. And God used him while he was there to share the gospel to hundreds of thousands of Japanese. And now his single life's purpose is to eradicate abortion off of the United States map. Because his wife was the product of a one night stand between a young girl and a truck driver back in 1982. And that mother chose to give that baby up for adoption as opposed to having it aborted like everybody was telling her to do. And that set in 
in uh, the, the sequence of events that would lead her to Christ and ultimately would lead him to Christ. And he says, without that, if that mother had had that abortion, I wouldn't have my wife, I wouldn't have my kids. It, it's just a powerful, powerful story. These are the kinds of stories that we're telling on this show, along with highlighting these core missions of mentorship and helping our children. God is still working in the lives of men and women everywhere. You're not hearing it in the mainstream media, but God is still doing miracles. Randall and I were talking about some things along these lines on the two and a half hour drive down here today. God is still at work, guys. And these stories need to be told. And as I said, the show is going to serve as the primary source to highlight these other issues, mentorship and helping children that we just discussed, drawing attention to the needs and, and raising money to either start programs or come along excite existing programs to combat these issues. So as I get ready to wrap it up tonight, I want to ask you three questions. Number one, do you believe our teenage boys and young adult men need to be mentored and discipled on how to be biblical husbands, fathers, and leaders that God called us to be? Do you believe that? Yes. Number two, do you believe that we as Christians need to make a commitment to the children in this area, my area, and beyond to make sure they have enough food to eat, clothes to wear, and basic educational electronic necessities to allow them to flourish? Do you believe that? Amen. And then finally, do you believe that God is still working in people's lives today and those stories need to be heard? Amen. Do you believe that? Amen. If you do, and I heard a lot of amens in here. If you do, I'm asking you to come alongside Grand Slam Ministries as we're just in the infancy of this. Yeah, we need money. We need donations to pay for radio airtime and to do some other things. I'm not going to sit here and say that we don't. We do. And if you want to donate, I can tell you how to do that. But the most important thing you can do, A, is you can pray. Everybody can do that. We need your prayers. Number one, that God will lead and I'll follow, because we've already detailed, Larry, how badly things go if it's the other way around. Pray that He'll send somebody into our organization that can handle grant writing and fundraising and those type of things. And allow me to do what God has given me the talent to do best, and that's this. And then pray above and beyond anything that everything we do is for His glory Amen. and not mine, not ours. You, you've heard me use the word I and me a lot here. It's going to take a lot more than that. And that's one of the reasons some of those other things failed. It's because I thought I could do everything. Guys, if you don't hear anything else that I've said here tonight, without Jesus Christ, I am nothing. Amen. I can't do anything without Him. And then the other thing that I'll say is, as I wrap it up, just one final thought after hearing this today, what are you going to do in your churches and your community? And that's how I left them that evening. After praying, I turned it back over to the moderator. But I think that's a good question for all of us. What are we going to do in our churches? What are we going to do in our community? And I'm like a lot of you if... I allow myself to get overwhelmed by the need that I see around me or overwhelmed by the political landscape, it can become suffocating. 
It really can. And the thing that I try to come back to, and I can't remember where I heard this, um, and it may not even be from the from the uh, the church world. I, I don't know, but I think it's very appropriate. As individuals, we may not be able to change the world, but we can be the change in somebody's world. And we just have to start where we are with one person at a time. And if we all do that, man, what an impact we could have. We'll take a break and come back, and we'll get set to wrap up this week's edition of the Dan Scott Show right after this. Grand Slam Ministries exists to glorify Jesus Christ in multiple ways through this radio show and its accompanying online, digital, and video components through our sister websites, danscottshow.org and grandslamministries.org and through furthering our core missions, mentorship, and providing food and other necessities to children. None of this is possible without your prayers and support. By making a gift to Grand Slam Ministries today, you'll not only help this program remain on this radio station, you'll help us grow our family of stations, allowing us to bring stories of God working in the lives of men and women everywhere to a larger audience. And at the same time, your gift will help us in the initial launch of those core mission programs. Grand Slam Ministries is in its infancy. We need your support. Will you help us today? Visit our website at grandslamministries.org and prayerfully consider a one-time or monthly gift today. Above and beyond anything else, please pray for our ministry. Thank you and God bless. Follow us on social media. Search Grand Slam Ministries on Facebook and Grand Slam for God on Twitter. And don't forget Dan's personal and public figure sites on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You're listening to The Dan Scott Show, presented by Grand Slam Ministries. Final segment of this week's show. Next week, again, as a reminder, if all goes according to plan, and I try to put that caveat in there, Greg Whitfield will be our guest from Giant Slayer Ministries. He is a former alcoholic who is now serving alcoholics through that ministry. I've had the opportunity to speak at one of his rehab center events, and it is a very powerful experience. I can promise you that. Uh, men who are trying to to do their best to get clean and perhaps understanding that their best won't do it. It's a program that is guided by biblical principles. It's a Christian program, and uh, you're going to hear more about Giant Slayer Ministries next week on the show. As we close out this week, uh, some things that I would ask you to pray about for us. Uh, One, first and foremost, as always, is, is God's will be done with this radio show and this ministry 
Grand Slam Ministries and that I don't get in his way or worse, I don't try to get ahead of him. I, I know that none of you are like me, right? I'm the only person who has these big ideas about how something's going to work and I go sometimes without thinking headlong into something and then God has to grab me by the collar and pull me back and say, no, it's not time yet. I, I want this ministry to explode. I, the, the stories that we are telling here are incredible. It's not because of me. It's because of the guests. I want this thing to just take off in, in ways that it, it's almost hard to imagine. And eventually, I believe it will. We're, we're getting slow but steady growth right now. And what God is doing, as I can see, if I step back and take that 30,000-foot view, is is laying a solid foundation. So just pray that I don't get ahead of him in this. But on the other hand, pray for growth for Grand Slam Ministries and for this show. Pray that we're able to start reaching even more people with these stories of God's incredible movement in people's lives and, and the, the redemptive saving grace of Jesus Christ. That is what this show is all about, changing lives and sharing those stories. So you can pray about that. Obviously, you can pray for uh, financial help for the ministry because it does take money to do what we're doing. But all of that's going to come into focus and fall into place when God's ready for it to. He has sustained us we're on good financial ground, solid ground. We we can't go out and purchase airtime on multiple radio stations yet, but that's coming. But as I said at the beginning, we just added Westside Mobile Media. We've got 11 affiliates now, and I never would have guessed that this show would be where it is at this very young stage of its life, and that's all God's doing. So to all of our affiliates, and I try to do this as often as I can, thank you so much. Every single one of you, over the air, online, you're all providing an outlet for these stories to be told. And I hope that you're happy with the product, and I hope that your listeners are getting blessed out of it. The other thing that I would say when it comes to prayer is how can I pray for you? You know, I gave you the contact information earlier, dan at danscottshow.org. That's my email address, or just go to the website and fill out the contact form. How can I pray for you? You know, every time that I have a guest, once we finish recording the interview earlier in the week, after I turn the recorder off and, and it's just the two of us, I always ask them, how can I pray for you? And there's always something to pray about. No matter how high profile the guest may be, there's always something that they ask me to pray about. So I put that question out to you as we come down the home stretch this week. How can I individually, how can we at Grand Slam Ministries pray for you? What's going on in your life? What struggle are you having? And hey, we take praise reports too. What good things are happening? in your life. And you know, if we get enough of those type of things, wouldn't that be a great segment for the show and maybe an entire show someday? When we talk about God working in people's lives, I would love to hear your stories. 
send me an email and share how God has brought you through the valley, how he's taking you from a situation that maybe seemed hopeless and, and brought you through it and sustained you through it and what lessons you've learned in that. How have you experienced God's grace? I would love to do a show where we spend the entire hour sharing your stories. So if you've got those stories, send them to me. Again, dan at danscottshow.org. There are things in your life going on that you would like us to pray about. Again, send them to us, and we will most certainly do so. And I will, again, individually respond to each and every one of them to let you know that we got it and let you know that we have prayed. Dan at danscottshow.org. If Twitter is your thing, you can find Grand Slam Ministries there. Grand Slam for God is the Twitter handle. Would love for you to follow us and help us grow that. My personal personal Twitter handle is simply Dan Scott Show. So you can follow us there. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. My name, the Christian page, the personal page, and Grand Slam Ministries has a page on Facebook as well. However you want to reach out to us, we've got multiple ways for you to do it, and we just look forward to having you share with us what's going on in your life. Tell us how we can pray for you and start sharing those stories of God working in your life, and let's do a show one day where we share nothing but those stories. Wouldn't that be phenomenal? Sometimes we get so wrapped up in the things that are wrong with this world, and there's a lot wrong, that we forget to look at things from the blessing side, as Don Harper always says. Let's do that, okay? Dan at danscottshow.org. Thank you so much for your time. Look forward to being back with you again next week. Until then, I'm Dan Scott saying God bless you and so long, everybody.